Hello, this is your daily dose of news from On Manorama. I am your host Vishnu and these are the major news stories of the day. We begin with the Congress party's continued protest of the disqualification of Rahul Gandhi from Lok Sabha. MPs belonging to Congress and other opposition parties reached the parliament on Monday dressed in black to register their protest. Supporters of Khalistan preacher Amritpal Singh staged car rally at Times Square in New York. Supreme Court asks Karnataka government why can't Abdul Nasser Madani return to Kerala if trial on 2008 Bangalore blast is over. Police probe rules out foul play in Brahmapuram fire as per reports. Malayalam actor politician innocence funeral to be held at 10 am tomorrow thousands pay homage. Let's get into the details. Opposition members in Lok Sabha stormed the well wearing black clothes and two Congress MPs hurled papers towards the chair leading to the adjournment of proceedings till 4 pm on monday as ruckus persisted over rahul gandhi's disqualification and the adani issue as soon as the house met for the day congress members wearing black scarves trooped into the well shouting slogans two congress members tn pradhaban and hybi eden who were in the well holding placards hurled order papers towards the chair along with their scarves amid the ruckus by opposition members lok sabha speaker om birla adjourned proceedings of the house in less than a minute after it assembled for the question hour Lok Sabha has been witnessing frequent disruptions since the second part of the budget session began on March 13th with opposition members demanding a joint parliamentary committee probe into the Adani issue. Meanwhile, the parliament on Monday approved the union budget for 2023-2024 with the Lok Sabha clearing the finance bill as amended by the Rajya Sabha amid continuous uproar by the opposition over the Adani issue. The amendment to the finance bill 2023 which sought to correct an error with regard to the tax rate on securities transaction tax was moved by finance minister Nirmala Sitaraman. The passage of the finance bill completes the budgetary exercise for 2023-2024. Rama Devi who was in the chair adjourned the house for the day after the passage of the finance bill. In support of the fugitive radical preacher Amritpal Singh, a large number of Khalistan supporters staged a protest at the iconic Times Square in New York. The protesters took out a car rally that originated from the Baba Makhan Shah Lubana Sikh Center in the Richmond Hill neighborhood and culminated at Times Square in the heart of Manhattan city on Sunday afternoon amid tight security. With blaring music and loud horns, a multitude of cars with Khalistani flags and LED mobile billboard trucks displaying photos of Singh crisscrossed the streets near the venue. Men, women and children gathered in large numbers at the popular New York destination carrying the Khalistan flags and raising slogans at the rally. The protesters carrying placards reading free Amritpal Singh held up photos of Singh as he raised anti-India slogans. Singh's photo was also displayed on one of the billboards at Times Square. There was a heavy police presence in the area with several New York City police department vans and cars manning the area. The car rally came a day after Khalistan supporters gathered outside the Indian embassy in Washington on Saturday where many of the speakers tried to incite violence but timely intervention by an alert US secret service and local police prevented a repeat of London and San Francisco incidents of vandalism at the Indian missions. India on Friday said it expects to see action against the perpetrators of vandalism at its missions abroad and hoped the host governments would prosecute those involved in these incidents instead of holding out assurances. Addressing the weekly briefing, External Affairs Ministry spokesman Arindam Bagshi said New Delhi also expects the host governments to take measures to prevent the recurrence of such incidents. Amritpal has been on the run since March 18th when the police launched a crackdown against him. The elusive preacher gave the police a slip and escaped their dragnet when his cavalcade was intercepted in Punjab's Jalandhar district. 
the Supreme Court on Monday took cognizance of the prolonged detention of People's Democratic Party Chairman Abdul Nasser Madani in a Bangalore jail as it considered his plea to relax his bail conditions. The top court asked the Karnataka Government Council why couldn't Abdul Nasser Madani, the prime accused in the 2008 Bangalore serial bomb blast case, be allowed to return to his home state Kerala if the trial is over. The bench headed by Justice Ajay Rastogi posed the question of whether Madani needed to remain in Bangalore as only final arguments were left to be made in the trial. The court also pointed out that Madani has not violated any bail conditions to date. The Supreme Court indicated that it will have to accept Madani's request to be allowed to return to Kerala if the trial proceedings are completed and bail conditions have not been violated. Meanwhile, the Apex Court heeded the Karnataka government's request for time to respond and adjourned Madani's plea to April 13th. Seeking relaxation in his bail conditions, Madani's petition stated that his health condition has deteriorated, he has memory loss and partial vision impairment, and that he be allowed to return to Kerala to seek treatment and stay there. Madani's counsel informed the court that the trial process was dragging on. In 2021, the Supreme Court dismissed a similar request made by Madani stating the trial was still on. The Karnataka government maintained in the Supreme Court that there should be no relaxation in Madani's bail conditions. The government's counsel argued that if Madani is allowed to return, there is a possibility that he might engage in terrorist activities. On June 28, 2008, three persons were killed and 20 injured as a series of nine bombs exploded in the Karnataka capital then known as Bangalore. According to the Bangalore City Police, the blasts were caused by low-intensity crude bombs triggered by timers. Madani was taken into custody after he was accused of being the mastermind behind the twin explosions near the M. Chinnaswamy Stadium. City Police Commissioner K. Sethiraman submitted the preliminary report on the recent fire at the Brahmapuram Solid Waste Treatment Plant to the government on Monday. As per sources, the police investigation couldn't unravel any conspiracy behind the eruption of the fire that raged on for nearly a fortnight and it was found to have been triggered by natural factors. The police collected and examined the CCTV footage at the plant and took the statements of the employees of the plant who were present at the time of the fire outbreak. They also checked the phone call records of those who were at Brahmapuram or nearby areas. Over 50 people were also quizzed. The police also took into account the satellite images of the Brahmapuram-based treatment plant and nearby areas of the day when the fire was first spotted. The probe found that there were conducive factors for the fire to break out on a summer day. The presence of methane in the garbage helped to inflame and spread the fire. If the fire was man-made, it was unlikely to have occurred again as happened in Brahmapuram when garbage heaps caught fire sporadically, the report stated. The investigation was carried out under the leadership of P.V. Baby, Assistant Commissioner of Police Trikakara. The Infopark Police had registered a case over the incident which endangered the air quality over Kochi and surrounding areas until the fire was doused by firefighters working day and night. Former MP and veteran Malayalam actor Innocent died on Sunday at a private hospital in Kochi. He was 75. The actor, who was under treatment at the hospital since March 3rd, breathed his last at 10.30pm on March 26th. He was infected with COVID and had respiratory issues along with multiple organ failure resulting in heart failure, the hospital said in a release. As the news of his death spread, social media was flooded with messages from people from all walks of life, including prominent actors and politicians, expressing their condolences and grief. Kerala Chief Minister Pinarayi Vijayan in a Facebook post condoled the actor's death and said that Innocent has left an indelible place in the minds of his audience with his spontaneous acting style. He also remembered him as a public activist who touched the lives of the people around him. Innocent's mortal remains were kept at Arnaklam and his home district Trishur for public to pay homage on Monday. He will be laid to rest at the St. Thomas Cathedral at 10 a.m. on Tuesday. 
Innocent entered the film industry as a producer and began his acting career which included both comedy and character roles in 1972. His latest movie was Prithviraj Chara Kadwa and the last film he acted in was Pachu Malbude Velakum directed by Anup Satyan, son of director Satyan Andikad in whose movies Innocent was a regular. Besides his acting career, he was active in politics also. In the 2014 Lok Sabha elections, the actor was elected from Chalakudi constituency in Trishur district as a Left Democratic Front candidate but lost his constituency in the 2019 elections to Benny Behanan of the United Democratic Front. He was diagnosed with cancer twice and yet always maintained a positive attitude towards life. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks for listening to Daily News Dose, hosted and produced by me Vishnu with technical support by Idea Brew Studios. Follow on manorama.com for detailed updates on the latest news and be sure to come back tomorrow.